Blog Talk Radio. And because 
the Lord has revealed Angola who is in the land. Na kwa sababu Bwana amefungulia Angola ni nani aliye katika nchi. Elijah moved from Bethel to Gilgal to Jordan to go. Elia alitoka Bethel Gilgal kwenda Yorodani kwenda. So the prophet of the Lord is moving from here to a double portion of revival in Angola for the church to enter. Kwa hivyo nabii wa Mungu anatoka hapa kwenda Angola kwa upako madupu ili kanisa lipate kuingia. I see Kenya is open. Ninaona Kenya hii wazi. I see Kenya is ready. Ninaona Kenya hii tayari. But Angola is not yet ready. Lakini Angola haiko tayari bado. Time is finished. Na wakati umekwisha. Time is over. Wakati umeisha. Please release the prophet to Angola. Tafadhali achilieni nabii aje Angola. Please let the valuable mighty man of God, the one sent by God to come to Angola. Tafadhali wachilieni nabii mkuu wa Mungu aliyetumwa na Mungu aje kule Angola pia. Let me tell you something. Hebu niwaambie kitu. If you don't know. Kama mjui. The Bible. Biblia. Then you don't know what's happening here. Once a year, to do one major 
Bana kila wakati hunena na mimi. Alia mapema in advance kwa mapema before that meeting kabla ya huomu kutano. And he shows me a lot of the healing the details of the healing. Na ananionyesha uponyaji mwingi vipengele vyake that will take place ambayo itatendeka. And so I get to see the meetings before. Na hivyo basi upata kuona mkutano kabla. So was the case this time around. Hivyo ndivyo ilivyokuwa wakati huu tena. 2012 mwaka wa 2012 as we were preparing for the end of year 2012 tulipokuwa tuachanda mkutano wa mwisho mwaka 2012 Then on November 21, alafu November tarehe 21, the Lord the God of heaven, Bwana Mungu wa mbinguni, came to speak with me. Akaja kunena pamoja nami about that meeting, kuhusiana na huo mkutano, and some events that would happen there. Na matukio mengine ambayo yangelitendeka huko. And in that conversation, na katika hayo majadiliano, this is what the Lord showed me. Hiki ndicho ambacho Bwana kanionyesha. In that dream, katika hiyo ndoto, I found myself Some people crying because their eyes have just opened for the first time. 
maana wauliza hii ni nini macho yamepunguka tu kwa mara ya kwanza and they always ask na kila mara wanauliza hii ni nini wanauliza hii ni nini meaning what is this kumaanisha hii ni nini because they have not seen before kwa sababu hawajaona hapo nyumbani and so it's a tremendous time na hivyo basi ni wakati wa ajabu in the history of the church katika historia ya kanisa however lakini hata hivyo i had forgotten about the glory that was tornado coming down nilikuwa nimesahau kuhusu utukufu ambao ulikuwa unakuja kama kibunga ukiteremka chini and so as i was doing this on the altar na hivyo basi nilipokuwa nafanya hii katika madhabahu then all of a sudden basi ghafla bintu i was shocked nilishangazwa in that dream katika hiyo ndoto when i realized nilipogundua that actually that cloud ya kwamba haswa lile wingu that i had seen up there coming from heaven ambalo nilikuwa nimeliona kule juu nikishuka toka mbinguni had appeared right before the altar nilikuwa nimeonekana tu mbele hapo ya madhabahu and it was so huge like a city na ilikuwa kubwa kama mji that i remember nami nakumbuka that i panicked ya kwamba niliogopa when i saw him nilitetemeka nilipoiona because i knew kwa sababu nilichua this is him huyu ndiye kwae hivyo basi nikatetemeka i panic because nilitetemeka kwa sababu that cloud of glory kwamba hiyo wingu la utukufu began to surge towards the altar likaanza kuja kwa madhabahu and so i wondered na hivyo basi nikashangaa what to do nini nitakufanya knowing that this is him nikijua kwamba huyu ndiye that this is god the father ya kwamba huyu ni mungu baba this is the law huyu ni bwana look at what i did in that dream in my little human mind katika fikra zangu ndogo za kibinadamu because he was coming and surging with big force kwa sababu ilikuwa inakuja na nguvu nyingi towards the altar kuelekea madhabahu so what i did is this kwa hivyo nilichotenda ni hiki i tried to dodge him nilijaribu kumuepa so i went down like this hivyo basi nikaenda chini namna hii to try to avoid the glory hitting me kujaribu kuepuka ule utukufu usinigonge but i found out lakini nikagundua that it is impossible to dodge god ya kwamba haiwezekani kumkwepa mungu because from down there kwa sababu tokea pale chini as i put my head down nilipoweka kichwa changu chini then i felt the weight basi nikaisi uzito by the way hata hivyo the glory of jehovah has weight utukufu wa jehovah uko na uzito has weight uko na uzito listen to this now sikiza haya sasa i felt the weight of the glory hit me nikaisi ule uzito wa utukufu kanigonga pool that is why in the prophecy hiyo ndio sababu katika unabii i was able to give the detail niliweza kupeana vipengee because he came in waves kwa sababu ilikuja katika mawimbi so i got up knowing i cannot avoid him na hivyo basi nikaamka nikijua kwamba siwezi nikamkwepa and then he hit my face the glory came like that in waves na huo utukufu ulikuja namna hiyo katika mawimbi ukagonga uso wangu and so i remember na hivyo basi nakumbuka when i woke up nilipoamka then i gave the prophecy kisha nikapeana unabii but i want you to appreciate one thing before i go into the prophecy lakini nataka mshukuru kitu moja kabla sijaenda katika unabii i want you people to recognize one thing nataka nyie watu mtambue kitu kimoja because kwa sababu when i woke up from that dream nilipoamka kutoka katika hiyo ndoto i was disturbed nilikuwa nimesumbuka and uh, shocked na nimeshtuka because i was like this is powerful kwa sababu nilikuwa kwamba hii ni ya nguvu but how do we handle this lakini je tunawezaje kuishughulikia hii as human 
big how do we handle this kama wanadamu tuwezaje shughulikia hii and so na hivyo basi i wanted to give the prophecy live on radio nilitaka kutoa unabii mmoja kwa moja katika masafa ya radio but then lakini i i fear niliogopa i wanted to appreciate this nataka mshukuru jambo hili i fear the following niliogopa yafuatayo i say nilisema the church of christ right now kanisa la kristo sasa hivi globally kote kote duniani is a modern church ni kanisa la kisasa she is modern yeye ni wa kisasa in her worship katika ibada yake in her ways katika njia zake in her talk katika mazungumzo yake in her life katika maisha yake in her salvation katika wokovu wake so hivyo i ask myself nikajiuliza mwenyewe when i woke up nilipoamka how can i go before this church naweezaje kwenda mbele ya hili kanisa and tell them na niwaambie that look church of christ ya kwamba tazama kanisa la kristo modern church of christ kanisa la kisasa la kristo look now tazama sasa i have seen the cloud of god nimeona wingu la mungu that visited during the time of moses ambalo lilitembea wakati wa musa coming to the house lilitika katika nyumba how can you say such a thing unaweza semaje kitu kama hicho how jinsi gani that was the dilemma hiyo ndio ilikuwa utata how can you go before such a modern church unawezaje kwenda kwa kanisa la kisasa very modern la kisasa mno and then tell her anapouliambie that hey church ya kwamba hey kanisa now look sasa tazama the massive glory of the lord utukufu mkubwa wa mungu the historic cloud wingu la kihistoria that visited moses ambalo lilimtembelea musa is coming to you linakuja kwenu the problem i had is the following shida niliyokuwa nayo ni yafuatayo because kwa sababu i knew that these people have gone to theological colleges nilijua kwamba hawa watu wamekwenda katika vyo vya theology and bible schools na shule za biblia and they have been taught doctrinated na wamefundishwa they have been covered with the school of thought wamefunikwa na zile shule ya fikra they have been taught a paradigm wamefundishwa ratiba that this is the way things are ya kwamba hivi ndivyo mambo huenda they have been told wameambiwa that right now ya kwamba sasa hivi we are living in the dispensation of the grace tunaishi katika majira ya neema and in the dispensation of grace na katika majira ya neema there is grace kunayo neema there is blood kuna damu there is love kuna upendo there is peace kuna amani there is everything they say kuna kila kitu wanasema and here i was na hapa nilipo supposed to appear before them na paswa kwenda mbele zao and tell them hey church of christ na kuambia hey kanisa la kristo listen to me now nisikizeni sasa i have seen the cloud nimeliona wingu that came to moses ambalo lilimtia musa before the messiah came kabla ya masihi kuja and that cloud is now coming to the church na ile wingu sasa linanitia kanisa how do you give such a prophecy je unawezaje kutoa unabii kama huo that is what i wanted you to appreciate hicho ndicho nilitaka mkaweze kutambua kushukuru how do you stand before them and give that pronouncement that declaration that prophecy unawezaje kusimama mbele zao utoe hilo tangazo utoe huo unabii because i feared kwa sababu naliofia these people are going to say kwamba hawa watu wanaenda kusema ah ah you you need to go to buy 
Bible college first. That thing you're saying is not true. I hear that. But let me explain this now. This, when I explain, it will help you. As pastors, as ministers of the gospel, it will help you. As Christians, what is it that helps me? Right from the beginning when the Lord called me, there is something I understood very clearly and he ensured that I got it right and that thing was that from today on as Ahab called you and sent you and I will be giving you messages Yeah. 
sound of the glory. Listen, precious people. When I say that prophecy, and I say it is coming to the Kisumu meeting, so I say it, that I see the cloud of the glory of the Father coming to the meeting in Kisumu. And I say it, that when the Lord will walk me into the stadium, heaven will open, and the cloud will come down. Saying, I have seen the cloud of his glory. 
na biwete wakaanza kutembea the blind seeing people wakiona the deaf hearing visini wakisikia tumors cancer wakai the everything uvimbe saratani virusi vya ukimwi na kila kitu so what happened is this kwa hivyo kilichotendeka ni hiki i fulfilled my own prophecy nilitimiliza unabii wangu mwenyewe because i forgot about this kwa sababu nilisahau kuhusu hii like it was in the dream kama jinsi ilivyokuwa katika ndoto i forgot about the fact that at this time nilisahau swala kwamba wakati huu when the massive historic healing anointing has struck wakati ule upako wa uponyaji mkubwa umeanguka at this time wakati huu the tornado of his cloud is coming ile tufani ya wingu lake la utukufu inakuja i was with babies walking crippled babies big testimony nilikuwa na watoto ambao wanatembea walikuwa viwete shuda kubwa the blind eyes macho ya vipofu i fulfilled my own prophecy nikatimiliza unabii wangu mwenyewe i forgot nikasahau that hey ni kwamba hey this is supposed to be our hii inapaswa kuwa ndio saa the moment wakati when is coming ambapo anakuja because for me kwa sababu kwangu mimi i always believe kila wakati niliamini that the lord will not allow you people to see him kwamba bwana hatawaruhusunyie watu kumuona yeye i remember when i was preaching in monterey mexico nakumbuka nilipokuwa nikihubiri monterey mexico the lord showed me bwana alinionyesha that when i was going to iglesia cristiana agua viva I was going to the church of the living waters in Spanish. Wakati ambapo nilikuwa naenda katika kanisa la maji ya Diohai katika Hispaniola. He made me know alinisababisha nijue that as I go to that church ya kwamba ninapoenda katika hilo kanisa when I go there the glory would be standing at a given position. Nitakapokuwa pale utukufu na kumesimama mahali fulani. So many times kwa hivyo mara nyingi I get to know where his glory is going to stand ninachua mahali ambapo utukufu wake unaenda kusimama but i always don't believe lakini kila mara siamini that the people will see him ya kwamba watu watamuona because they have not always seen him kwa sababu kila mara hawajamuona so i thought this was the case also kwa hivyo nilifikiria hii ndio kesi pia but this was tremendous lakini hii ilikuwa ya ajabu because there are people who remember kwa sababu kuna watu waliokumbuka they remember the prophecy walikumbuka unabii it said it kwa wakati huo when you will see creepers walk wakati ambapo mtawaona biwete wakitembea and the blind na vipofu wakiona and chaos in the city chaos na kuna kule uchangamfu kwa uwanja you just look up wewe tazama tu juu you will see something utaona kitu it is always good to see the glory of god kwa hivyo basi kila wakati ni vyema kuona utukufu wa Mungu that's why i say ndio sababu nikasema those were blessed people wale uni watu waliobarikiwa and so what shocked me more is that the lord even allowed them to see him with their naked eyes ya kwamba bwana hata aliwaruhusu wakaweze kumwona na macho yao yakiasilia but lakini what shocked me more kilichonishtua zaidi is that not only were they able to see the cloud ni kwamba waliweza tukuliona wingu where the aircraft fly mahali ambapo ndege zinapaa 
Bible, the hour of the cloud. Finally, the cloud of the glory touched down. Which generation are we? Sometimes I wonder who you people are. This glory, many of the prophets of the Bible, as you are going to see briefly, when they saw this visitation, some of them wept. They said, oh, how I wish I could live to see that generation. So which generation are you? Today there is going to be an awakening here. You will never take yourself for granted anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. Glory to God. So now, now that the prophecy was given and fulfilled, what is the message to the church? Listen to me. What is the message to the pastor? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen very carefully. Every time the Lord speaks, you and I, we must find it in the Bible. That is where we get the message from. Whenever the Lord speaks, number two, when you go to the Bible and look for this visitation, you will find that there is one servant of God whose life and ministry was synonymous with this cloud. Listen to me. When you go to the Bible to look for this visitation, you'll find the servant, the servant of God, whose life and ministry are synonymous with this visitation. And his name is Moses, the man of God. And so I want to talk about the life and ministry of Moses, the man of God, and see if we can extract the message to the pastors, the message to the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen very carefully now. In the Bible, you will find that right from birth, when Moses was born, he was born at a difficult time. When all the male children, all the male babies, that were born to the Hebrew family, they have to be killed. That is the time of distress. Right from the time of his birth, Moses, the man of God, was born during difficult times. 
kwa sheria meaning a time of genocide kumaanisha wakati wa mauaji now sasa when the mother of moses wakati mamake musa gave birth to moses alimzaa musa the bible tells us biblia that the mother saw ya kwamba mamake aliona that the baby was so beautiful ya kwamba mtoto alikuwa mtanashati was so wonderful alikuwa wa ajabu was so excellent alikuwa mzuri was so perfect alikuwa mkamilifu that she preserved him ya kwamba akamuhifadhi she said this one i will keep akasema huyu nitamuhifadhi no matter what haijalishi nini i will try nitajaribu this one i must try hii lazima nijaribu now listen to this sasa sikiza haya when the mother of moses wakati mamake musa preserved moses alimuhifadhi musa she could only do it up to a point ilifikia hadi kwa kiwango she did it up to three months akafanya hadi miezi tatu the much she could do ile zaidi ambayo angeweza kufanya and she knew na alijua that from this point on ya kwamba tangia hapa na kuendelea they are going to discover the baby wanaenda kumgundua mtoto and look at what she did sasa tazama kile alichotenda which is a difficult thing for a mother to do ambacho ni kitu kigumu kwa mama kufanya she placed tar on the basket akaweka lami kwa kikapu she used tar akatumia lami on the basket kwa kikapu and then i want to believe that she put some soft cloth also alafu nataka kuamini kwamba aliweka baadhi ya mavazi ambayo ni nyororo and took the precious baby na akamchukua yule mtoto wa thamani and put him in the basket na akamweka kwa kikapu and look at this now natazama hii sasa the fast flowing river nile ule mto naira ambao unatirika unaenda kwa kashi waited and saw the daughter of pharaoh coming akangojea akaona binti wa farao akija and she released the child na akamwachilia mtoto in the fast flowing river nile katika ule mto wa naira ambao unaenda kwa kasi tremendous to do ya ajabu kutenda i think the most difficult thing for a mother to do nafikiri ni jambo ngumu sana kwa mzazi kufanya because kwa sababu she was counting on the fact alikuwa akihesabia swala that the daughter of the king will ya, see the baby ya kwamba binti wa mfalme atamuona mtoto but there are few options here lakini kuna uchaguzi kuna mambo kadhaa hapa you could put the baby there ungelimweka mtoto pale and the snake comes on the papyrus and bite the baby na joka atoke kwa miti na muume yule mtoto and kill the child na kumuua mtoto that's an option pia ingekuwa uwezekano mwingine the other part uwezekano mwingine you can put the baby there unaweza mweka mtoto pale in the river nile katika mto nile fast flowing mto unaoenda kwa kasi and the daughter of the king failed to see the baby na yule binti wa mfalme akose kumuona mtoto failed to see akose kuona the other part na uwezekano mwingine you can put the baby there unaweza mweka mtoto pale and then alafu the daughter of pharaoh sees the baby binti wa farao amuone mtoto and say na kusema ha these are the hebrew children hawa ni watoto wa na amuue the fourth option uwezekano wa nne the daughter of pharaoh binti wa farao see the baby aone mtoto wow how beautiful na aseme apendeza kiasi how wonderful and take the baby ni waajabu kiasi gani na amchukue mtoto that is what happens hicho ndicho kilichotendeka and then look at this now anapotazama hii sasa the message of the cloud of god to the church uchumbe wa wingu na mungu kwa kanisa is this one now ndio huu sasa that when she took the baby ya kwamba alipomchukua mtoto and found the mother na akapata mama and told the mother to raise the baby for her na akaambia mama mlelee mtoto kwa enzi yake she took the baby to the throne akachukua mtoto kwa enzi and when the baby reached there na wakati mtoto alipofika 
whose life and ministry is synonymous with this visitation right from the name alone his name talks about the miraculous rescue of God hallelujah the name alone tells you that this man whose life and ministry is synonymous with this visitation. His name alone talks about the miracle, the miraculous rescue by God. The name alone talks about the miraculous rescue of God. God miraculously rescued him. But what amazes me is that when the Lord miraculously rescued Moses from death, what amazes me is if you follow his life and how he interacts with this cloud and his life's mission, then this is what you see. You see that when the Lord was restoring Moses, was rescuing Moses, Also, which is synonymous with this cloud, 
about the miraculous rescue of God's people. From slavery. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying Anasema, that the ministry of Moses ya Musa, ordained by God mungu, was to rescue Israel. And he's saying Na anasema, that that ministry ya hiyo uduma, that involved usisha, rescuing the people of God watu wa mungu, was done using this vehicle. The vehicle of the cloud of the glory of Jehovah. Gari na uingu na utukufu wa Jehovah. Power. Nguvu. There is power. Kuna nguvu. There is power. Kuna nguvu. In the house. Katika nyumba. Right now. Sasa hivi. There is power. Kuna nguvu. So if you read the book of Exodus chapter 2. Kwa hivyo ukisoma kitabu cha kutoka sura ya pili. At home. Exodus chapter 2 kutoka sura ya pili from verses 1 to 10 kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi wa kumi. or maybe you read the whole chapter ama usome sura yote then you see the life of Moses basi unaona maisha ya Musa how Moses began jinsi ambavyo Musa alianza and then alafu we are going to Exodus 3 tunaenda katika kitabu cha kutoka sura ya tatu. so i may give you the message ili kwamba niwapatie ujumbe what he is saying to the pastor listen to me now when you go to Exodus chapter 3 from verse 4 Exodus chapter 3 I'm reading verse 4 and 5 then I'll explain he says when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look God called him from within the bush Moses Moses and Moses said here I am Bwana alipoona kuwa amegeuka ili aone Mungu akamuita kutoka ndani ya kile kichaka Mose Mose naye Mose akajibu mimi hapa Basi mstari wa 5 and he says na anasema Basi he says do not come any closer God said take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground mungu atamwambia usikaribie zaidi kuwa viatu vyako kwa maana mahali unaposimama ni ardhi takatifu what is the lord say bwana anasema nini listen to me nisikize every time kila wakati the lord wants to do something on the earth bwana anataka kufanya jambo katika dunia every time kila wakati the god of heaven mungu wa mbinguni wants to execute a policy anataka kutekeleza jambo an agenda anataka kutekeleza jambo on the earth katika dunia he has two options hapo na uchaguzi mara mbili one of them moja wapo he normally would establish his agency on the earth kwa kawaida ataimarisha mwakala wake katika dunia and depending na kutegemea on how close ya jinsi alivyokaribu that agency works with god huyo mwakala anatembea na mungu then basi you will see utaona in the works of that agency katika kazi za huyo wakala you will see utaona the anointing of god upako wa mungu and when you look at the anointing of god na wakati ambapo unaangalia upako wa mungu in that established of 
because of what was at stake. Now listen to this. When he comes down in his glory, the glory can present in different ways. One of the ways, consuming fire. Another one, the cloud of God. Another one, the brilliant light. When he came to Abraham, Abraham saw three people. So those are the various ways. Now, when the Lord God Himself, He saw that His people were in slavery. And He had a mission and vision for them. The mission and vision for Israel. The mission and vision of God for Israel was this that one day Israel may move back to Jerusalem from Egypt and reaching there Israel may become the vehicle through which the Messiah the Redeemer of man would come to the earth. A heavenly mission and vision. But listen first of all. We read in Exodus chapter 3 verse 4 when God decided I must go rescue them. The children of Israel. Look at what he did. The God of heaven came down in his glory as a burning bush. And Moses saw that this bush is burning but it's not burning up. There are so many lessons deep in there about this visitation. The Bible says that and when God saw that he had gone there to look remember Moses was tending the sheep of Jethro. Tending the sheep. The sheep of Jethro. And I've said this again and again. That when your father-in-law gives you sheep to turn, it is as though he has given you a test. Is this man a keeper? Can this 
about here. Stood before me in that dream. Is now 
Usisonge karibu. Remove those sandals. For the place where you are standing. Is holy ground. Listen to somebody. What is he saying? Look at what he saying. Yesterday. Chana, Moses may have been grazing there. And the way you know the shepherd, they graze in an area for a week or two. Then they take the sheep elsewhere to allow this to grow. He may have been grazing there yesterday, we don't know. He may have been there last week. And whistling and grazing the sheep. But now, when the Lord God Himself chooses a place of visitation, and He says, I am going to visit there, when He visits there, look at what happened. That place becomes a place of divine presence. Number one. Divine presence. Number two. That place of visitation. Of divine presence. Then becomes. A place of visitation. But because God the Father himself. Is the one visiting. That place becomes sanctified. Hallelujah. Sanctified. And when he sanctifies it, he declares it holy ground. He now says, Where you were grazing yesterday, walking around pocketing. Now because he has visited here. Don't come any closer. Remove those sandals. For the place where he was standing. Because of the invitation. It is now declared holy ground. And if I look at this whole place. For visitation. And I look at this visitation of the cloud. Of the Godhead. It looks to me like a group of Christians are worshipping. And then the Godhead himself decides, I am going to visit there. And that means it does not matter whether yesterday you were walking around here pocketing here and laughing at women and doing whatever you want. But today because there is a visitation here he says behold the house of the Lord has now become 
Lord mahali ambapo Mungu yupo he said so anasema this is a separated place hapa ni mahali palipotengwa here you must move hapa lazima uondoe viatu precious people watu wa thamani what are the sandals that the lord is instructing the church to remove commanding her to remove je ni viatu vipi ambavyo bwana analiamrisha kanisa liondoe If you look at the church of Christ globally, ikiwa ukatazama kanisa la Kristo kote kote ulimwenguni, you see that right now, unaona kwamba sasa is trampling the altar. Anakanyaga madhabahu with certain sandals. Na viatu fulani. One of them, moja wapo, is sexual sin. Ni dhambi ya ngono. I knew that if the Lord is going to send me to you, nilijua ikiwa Bwana anaenda kunituma kwenu, then we have to discuss the truth. Basi itabidi tujadili ukweli. Then the truth has to be dispensed. Basi ukweli lazima uachiliwe. He saying, anasema that the sandals ya kwamba viatu that have been troubling his altar, ambavyo umekuwa ukikanyaga navyo madhabahu, one of them, moja wapo, sexual sin, dhambi ya ngono, in the church katika kanisa. I told you very deep niliwaambia ni abilindi mno nyingine is the sandals of falsehood ni viatu vya udanganyifu deception uongo the other one nyingine the sandals of false prophets ni viatu vya manabii wa uongo the prophets manabii whose tongues are very weak ambao ndimi zao ni legevu mno ni dhaifu they cannot pronounce the word holiness hawawezi wakalitaja jina utakatifu the other one nyingine false apostles mitume wa uongo the apostles that write an impact mitume wanaoandika tu china this is apostle so huyu ni mtume fulani wa fulani and you know it's amazing because the lord speaks me quite a bit about them na unajua yashangaza maana bwana uninenea sana kwa usu the other one nyingine post modernism usasa the other one nyingine he sent the gospel of prosperity anasema injili ya upanishi the gospel injili that grows out holiness ambayo inatupa nje utakatifu it centralizes money na inaweka shina na kati pesa the other one nyingine homosexuality in the church ushoga katika kanisa homosexuality ushoga the other one nyingine the abortions in the worship team who afya mimba katika vikundi vya kuabudu and you are worshiping god like that na unamwabudu mungu namna hiyo you're worshiping the lord unamwabudu bwana with sandals of abortion na viatu vya kuafya mimba abortions are common in the church kuafya mimba ni ya kawaida kwa kanisa today it is common leo hii ni kawaida for a pastor kwa mchungaji to for example be involved in a relationship kwa mfano kuhusika katika uhusiano it is common ni kawaida to hear a pastor's wife complaining kusikia mke wa mchungaji akilalamika how come yawezekanaje that leader that worship leader that girl that woman kwamba huyo kiongozi wa ibada huyo mwanamke huyo mtu knows more about you than me anajua zaidi kuhusu wewe kuliko mimi you hear this thing unasikia mambo haya don't come any closer anasema usisonge karibu remove those sandals now ondoa viatu hivyo sasa for the place where you are standing now mahali ambapo unasimama sasa holy ground ni ardhi takatifu the lord is saying bana anasema that behold ya kwamba tazama the cloud of god wingu la mungu is now tabernacle sasa limehekalishwa tabernacle limehekalishwa in the church katika kanisa therefore hivyo basi behold tazama the house of jehovah nyumba 
sasa iwe takatifu there are no two ways there's one way hakuna njia mbili ni njia moja tu i need to move to the next thing nahitaji kwenda kiwango kingine the deeper message ujumbe wa bilindini of removing the sandals ya kuondoa viatu when the glory comes wakati utukufu unapofshuka the deeper understanding ufahamu wa bilindini of removing the sandals ya kuvua viatu that the cloud is instructed ambayo wingu inaagiza the pastors to do wachungaji kufanya in amsterdam kule amsterdam in uppsala sweden kule uppsala sweden yongoping yongoping in brazil kule brazil everywhere kila mahali look at this now tazama hii sasa you read the bible ikuta soma biblia you find a conversation unapata mjadala between jehovah and joshua There is a message. Hapo ndipo kuna ujumbe. There is so much to teach. Kuna mengi ya kufundisha. To prepare the church. Kuliandaa kanisa. As a holy bride. Kama mpia harusi mtakatifu. So one would wonder. Kwa hivyo mmoja anaweza kushangaa. Why pastors would spend time? Ni kwa nini wachungaji wanatumia muda and all time na muda wote to be preaching money. Wakihubiri pesa. If we want food, ikiwa unahitaji chakula, let us just ask God. Wacha tumuulize tu Mungu. To be God, awe Mungu. And give us food, na tupe chakula. But it is wrong, lakini ni makosa. And evil, na uovu. To touch this eternal word. Kuguza neno hili la milele with defiling. Na unajisi with sin, na dhambi and deception. Na udanganyifu. Because this word kwa sababu neno hili is the only instrument ndicho chombo tu cha pekee that can literally take a human being from the earth ambacho inaweza mchukua mwanadamu kutoka kwa dunia take to heaven na kumpeleka mbinguni the unpurchasable ambayo haiwezi kununulika can do the unpurchasable inaweza fanya isiyo nunulika the book of joshua kitabu cha yoshua chapter 5 sura ya tano i told you niliwaambia i come with a broom ninakuja na kipagio and i've been cleaning up the whole earth na nimekuwa nikipagia dunia yote my journey is long you know safari yangu ni ndefu mwajua i have to keep going itabidi niendelee kwenda until the messiah comes hadi masiya atakapokuja he has to find me on the road itabidi anipate nikiwa barabarani joshua chapter 5 joshua sura ya 5 verses 13 to 15 mstari wa 13 hadi 16 the message to the church is there ujumbe kwa kanisa upale He says anasema now when Joshua was near Jericho he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand Joshua went up to him and asked are you for us or for our enemies basi wakati Joshua alipokaribia Jericho akainua macho na akaona mtu aliyesimama mbele yake akiwa na upanga mkononi uliofutwa kwenye ala Yoshua akamwendea na kumuuliza, "Je, wewe uko upande wetu au upande wa adui zetu? Are you for us? Je, uko upande wetu or for them? Ama kwa wao?" Akauliza, "Look at the reply." Tazama jibu. He said, "Neither," he replied, "but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come." Akajibu, "La siko upande wowote lakini mimi nimekujia nikiwa amri jeshi wa jeshi la Bwana then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him what message does my lord have for his servant Joshua akaanguka kipudipudi hadi nje akasujudu akamuuliza je Bwana 
Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And Joshua did so. Let me explain. When they came to him, he was seated at the entrance of the tent. And then he saw three of them. When he went there, he found out that this is the grand maker. Abraham, Abraham found out when he saw the three and he went to them. He found out that this was the grand mega visitation of the Godhead himself. Joshua, when it was time to save the children of Israel, Joshua saw one. But when he went, only later, in the conversation, does he find out that this is the grand mega that the Lord himself is here including this angel that was speaking with him. The angel tells him you may not know but you are in the presence. Remove those sandals now and out of there is the message of the glory of God. What is the message? In this grand mega, when you listen carefully, this is what you hear. And if you listen carefully, you see the message for the church. You hear the Lord through the cloud of His glory. Instructing Joshua to own, to take up, the battle of the Lord that he may go and confront the enemies of God in order to deliver and save the children of God. Hallelujah! Let me go back to Moses. When Moses met the grand mega in a burning bush. When you follow down, remove your sandals. Holy ground. When you read on, you see that every time anybody encounters the grand mega, encounters the glory of the Godhead, 
the church. But I will open, don't worry. He's saying, when Moses encountered the cloud, the glory of Jehovah, that became the standard calling, the classic calling of God. To abandon shepherding prosperity. To now go and shepherd the sheep of Christ. Thank you. 
given that the cloud is coming. And then the cloud surely comes. And it's not me to say I saw, I saw. Believe you me, I saw. It is people that have recorded in their phone. When the cloud of God came down into the house of the Lord, what is the message to the church? Number one, he comes to the church to give the church direction. Do you remember Israel? When Moses was leading them through the wilderness, the same cloud, same, had to appear. Why? Because when God looked at the children of Israel, He saw them going around like this. Like people without direction. He was shocked. He asked, these the people are just delivered by power. They sounded to have forgotten the massive power that delivered them from Egypt. And yet, he had a mission and vision for the house of Jacob. That one day, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, would come through them and deliver humanity. But when he looked at them, he realized it was as if they did not understand the mission and vision of God for them. Confused and lost. They were saying, this time, what time is it? This time in Egypt, I would be eating a huge pot of meat and huge cucumbers and pots of fish. I am fasting here. We are struggling to find water. But this time in Egypt, I would be drinking the sweet waters of the Nile. Until the Egyptians write poems about the sweet waters of the Nile. Ha! 
Egypt again. The God had himself Mungu mwenyewe had to come down himself ilibidi ashuke chini yeye mwenyewe to give the house of Jacob nyumba ya Yakobo direction mwelekeo direction mwelekeo the book of numbers chapter 9 kitabu cha hesabu sura ya 9 Verses 15 to 23. I am not reading it you can read it. You see the following. You see a very very disobedient Israel. And then when the cloud the same cloud this cloud comes down on the tent then you see a different Israel. You see two different Israel. Because he says in Numbers chapter 9. 15 to 23. Kumi na tano hadi 23. He says. And when the cloud settled. They encamped. When the cloud lifted. Wakati wingu lilinuka. They packed up their beds. And they left with the cloud. And he says at the end of it. That whether the cloud settled for a day. Israel Israeli would encamp for a day wangetulia kwa siku moja whether it settled from evening till morning wangetulia kuanzia jioni mpaka asubuhi they would encamp from evening till morning basi wangetulia wangekaa pale kambini kutoka jioni mpaka asubuhi whether it settled ikiwalinitulia for year kwa miaka or for year or month ama miaka ama miezi whatever the time wakati wowote ule they would observe wangetii then he says anapanasema in that way kwa njia hiyo Israel obey Israeli iliti the command of God amri ya Mungu rumoses kupitia Musa now sasa when i look at the church today ninapolitazama kanisa leo i see as this ninaona kana kwamba the church kanisa is repeating the bible linarudia biblia if you look at the pastors today nikiwa utawatazama wachungaji leo hii their hearts mioyo yao are inclined to other things imeungamanishwa na vitu vingine other than the ship ijapokuwa kondoo other than the rapture ijapokuwa unyakuzi other than glory kando na utukufu other than the kingdom kando na ufalme that's why beyond the sababu you hear a lot of scandals unasikia kashfa nyingi when you look at the church unapoleta makanisa because of what i said about the pastors kwa sababu kile nilichosema kwa wachungaji you see the following unaona yafuatayo the women walk almost naked in church wanawake wanatembea karibu nusu uchi And the pastors don't bother to rebuke. The young men walk naked in the church. With sucking trousers. And the pastors don't care to rebuke. The evil immoral people come to church to teach messages of immorality. Is the very Egypt, the 
kuamini the big cucumbers matango makubwa makubwa and the lord said nae bwana akasema when i called you nilipokuita there is no single day hakuna siku hata moja i plan to humiliate you nilipanga kukuaibisha don't worry about what will i wear usijali nitavaa nini what will i eat nitakula nini where will i sleep nitalala wapi he says anasema even the birds atandeke in the air wa angani they have no store granaries hawana magala where they keep their harvest ambapo wanaweka mavuno yao but your god in heaven lakini mungu wenu mbinguni mungu anawalisha on a daily basis katika nyanja za kila siku and he says anasema how much more you na je ni zaidi kiasi gani nini my servants watumishi wangu why kwa nini and he says na anasema seek ye first the kingdom of god utavuteni kwanza ufalme wa mungu and his righteousness na uhadi wake and his kingdom na ufalme wake and everything else na kila kitu kinginecho will be given to you kitapewa kwenu what is this faithlessness i think church sasa hindi nini kutoaminika kutokuwa na imani ambayo unaona kanisa they have no faith in their teaching about faith hawana imani na wanafundisha kuhusu imani Oh yes. Ndio The Lord is saying. Bwana yuasema that at this hour ya kwamba katika saa hii the pastors wachungaji must now follow the leading of God. Lazima sasa wapate mwongozo wa Mungu. He says anasema that everybody ya kwamba kila mtu in the Bible katika Biblia whenever they encountered the glory of the Godhead wakati wote walikutana na utukufu wa Mungu Baba two things change mambo mawili yalibadilika their identity changed right away kitambulisho chao kilipatilika papo hapo and then their life mission ministry alafu huduma yao ya maisha change instant ilibadilika papo hapo if you don't change ikiwa hautabadilika you will be the first person i meet utakuwa mtu wa kwanza atakayekutana na yeye who encounters the glory ambaye amekutana na utukufu na habadiliki the glory has come utukufu umekucha to keep the church kulipatia kanisa direction mwelekeo and he said anasema that israel ya kwamba israel had never been this way before haikuwa imekuwa katika hiyo njia hapo jerusalem kwenda yerusalem so is the church hivyo ndivyo ilivyo kanisa she has never been to this way halijawahi kuwa katika njia hii to the rapture of the church kwa unyakuzi wa kanisa she has never been this way before halijawahi kuwa katika njia hii hapo nyumbani so she surely needs the leadership of god kwa hivyo kwa kweli ninahitaji uongozi wa mungu to give her direction kumpatia mwelekeo i need to read the last point nahitaji kusoma ile hoja ya mwisho but before i give the last point lakini kabla nipeane hoja ya mwisho can i underscore one more thing on direction je naweza kuzia jambo moja kuhusu mwelekeo if you read the book of exodus 30 this is what you see kisoma kitabu cha kutoka 13 hiki ndicho unaona when the cloud came to give israel direction wakati wingu lilikuja kupatia israeli mwelekeo look at what he did tazama kile alichotenda he took them aliwapeleka the women and children na watoto wao wanawake na watoto there was a shortcut kulikuwa na njia ya mkato but he took away lakini alichukua njia that went straight and faced the red sea like ilioenda moja kwa moja kumbana na bahari shamu to the red sea bahari shamu how can you do this unawezaje fanya hivi we have women and children here tuko na wanawake na watoto hapa they rebuked moses 
they saw the signs and wonders number two they saw the power of the God they worship number three when the sea opened and they walked through their Egyptian enemies were swallowed up so my question to the church is this considering that you are not obedient to the cloud of God or considering that you don't obey the cloud of God tell me who will drown your Egyptian enemies if you don't obey. Numbers chapter 9. Which you have already written. Verse 15 to 23. The key message it pulls out. The key message that the glory, the cloud of the glory brings to the church. Is obedience. Of the 
as a generation kama kizazi as a ministry kama hutuma from the rest of the world kutoka kwa ulimwengu mwingine as a pastor kama mchungaji that are sat under this cloud ambaye ameketi chini ya wingu hili leo what is it that when you go out there ni nini hicho kwamba utakapoenda kule nje when you show it to people wakati unaonyesha watu they will say that man has been visited by the cloud huyo mtu ametembelewa na bwana I like this pastor's fellowship. Napenda ushirika huu wa 
wachungaji because in this fellowship what we do is essentially we watch over each other kwa sababu katika ushirika huu kimsingi kile ambacho tunafanya ni kuchungana mmoja na mwingine and i have come with the cloud of god na mimi nimekuja na wimbo la mungu i have come nimekuja to remove you kukutoa from that portion kutokana na hiyo gosheni of sin ya dhambi and slavery to sin na utumwa wa dhambi and i come to remove you na nimekuja kukutoa and put you on a path na kukuweka katika njia to the wilderness ya jangwa jerusalem jerusalem we are going tunaenda i said it nimeisema i said it nimeisema and the path i'm putting you through na ile njia ambayo nakupitishia you know it unaijua through the wilderness kupitia nyika of repentance ya toba and i'm telling you na ninakuambia if you have been wearing short miniskirt iko umekuwa ukivaa miniskirt fupi i'm telling you now to wear long skirt sasa nakuambia ubaye skirt refu if you have been going to office iko umekuwa ukienda kwa ofisi and you go to office na unaenda katika ofisi and you move men with your hair na unaangusha wanaume na nywele zako and everybody in the office in the bank loves you na kila mtu katika benki katika ofisi anakupenda i'm telling you ninakwambia to tie your hair ufunike nywele yako if you have been going to office iko umekuwa kwenda kwa ofisi in that office katika hiyo ofisi you are going as a young man umekuwa ukienda kama kijana mvulana and dressing powerful suits na ukivaa suti nzuri strong perfumes iko imewekwa na ile perfume nzuri and moving women na ukiwavutia wanawake wakutamani i'm telling you ninakwambia let us use bath soap waje tutumie sabuni tu ya kawaida i am putting you ninakwambia i am putting you ninakujenga on the path to the wilderness for purification for utakaso purification utakaso jerusalem 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 we are still going bado tunaenda listen to this sikiza haya and on that path na katika hiyo njia is called the highway of holiness inaitwa njia kuu ya utakatifu Isaiah 35 Isaiah 35 8 and 9 and when you thought it was lonely na ukiwa unadhani kwamba ilikuwa ya upweke anasema however hata hivyo no ferocious beast hakuna mnyama wa hayawani will devour you there atakurarua pale so Moses panicked kwa hivyo Musa aliogopa he says anasema if you don't send us by your presence ikiwa utatutuma na uwepo wako with your presence na uwepo wako please tafadhali don't send us up from here usitutume kutoka hapa but let me move number 2 lakini wacha nisonge number 2 and you think you will be only in the bank na unafikiria kwamba utakuwa peke yako utakuwa wakati unavalia sketi refu kwa benki and you will think na unafikiria that when you carry your lunch ya kwamba ukibeba kishuka chako your lunch box in that office ukibeba chakula chako cha mtana katika hiyo box and you stop going with them for lunch and talking about men talking about women na ukome kwenda pamoja nao wakiongea kuhusu wanawake wakiongea kuhusu wanaume you think you belong only unafikiria kwamba utakuwa na ukweli you think if you stop going to the movies with them unafikiria kwamba ukikosa kwenda kuona kanda za video pamoja na wanaume utakuwa na ukweli whoever thinks so yeyote anayefikiria hivyo is mistaken amefanya makosa because right here kwa sababu papa hapa is the comforter kuna yule mfariji right here papa hapa is the best company the lord himself 
Righteousness. 
bless them. Baba wabariki. Father bless them. Baba wabariki. Father anoint them. Baba wapake. Father anoint them. Baba wapake. Father separate them. Baba wapake. And establish them. Na waimarishe. And give them fire. Na wapatie moto. Elevate them. Uainue. Raise them. Uainue. For this hour. Kwa sababu ya saa hii. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kuu la Yesu. Amen. Amina. Shalom haberim. Shalom haberim. Shalom, 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 shalom. Amen. Amen.